Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome everybody to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Got a great episode of Days of Our Minds on the way. Uh, as the richest Australians have been announced. Do I look like that guy from your show? <laughs> you look, Yes, you look like Geordie LaForge from Star Trek The Next Generation because he's got his headphones in front of his eyes. Yes. You know what I mean. Kind of Robocop-esque as well. Yeah. You know, for ages I thought Robocop was Arnold Schwarzenegger? It's not. Uh, it's, it's the guy who is in Westworld, I'm pretty sure. Is it? I think that's the, the same guy. Robocop. Actor. Was there a new Robocop like, there was. recently? It was very bad. Was it? Yes. Uh, Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. There he is. Is it? Yeah, I think that's the guy. Isn't he from Fra- Frasier? Ed Harris. Or is that the wrong guy? Isn't he the guy that's like, no, hang on. I'm going to put my foot up your ass no, in Kurtwood that 70s Smith, show? Yeah, Kurtwood Smith is red. He's the villain in Robocop. Who plays Robocop? Pete Weller. Pete Weller. Peter okay. Weller. So there you go. Peter Weller. So no, okay, so Westworld is Ed Harris. They just kind of look very similar now, now that they're old. Jeez. So there you go. What a journey we went on. And you're going to go on a journey as well today. Uh, it's a real mixed bag. Wow. They made Robocop 3. Yeah, it was a long-running series. I didn't know there was a Lethal Weapon 4. One didn't of our you? colleagues was telling us that it went to 4. I thought there was only 3. No, nah, there's a Lethal Weapon 4. I know that. There's um, another one coming as well, apparently, with Mel Gibson. So Lethal Weapon 5. It's too much. <laughs> it's, well, speaking of 5, it's 5 out of 10. Lethal Weapon 4 is a 5 out of 10. Is there a new one? All right. I don't trust her taste at all then. Because she said, it's the best one. How do you not know? It's not the best one then, is it? Lethal Weapon 4? Yeah. Rated 6.6. Uh, before we go into the show, there's loads of other shit coming on, but you know, stick around if you want to, but um, stick around if you want to hear Lethal Weapon, uh, Lethal Weapon quiz. Uh, Lethal Weapon 4 is 6.6. What do you think Lethal Weapon 3 is? Uh, I'm gonna, okay, dips down, I'm going to say for the third one, uh, a 6.1. 6.7. So a little bit up, okay. So 4, no, 4 was 6.6. And it went Three. up by 0.1. So okay. Lethal Weapon 2? Uh, 7. Yeah, just a flat seven. Seven point two. Seven point two. Yeah, and finally, lethal weapon, the original. Seven point eight. Oh, seven point six. I'll give it here. So, so they got, they just got worse. Well, they always do. Is there any sequel that is? And don't give me Godfather Part Two. Godfather Part One still better. Like, I yeah, I actually I do prefer Godfather Part One controversially. What what sequel is better? Rocky Four is better than Rocky Three. No, but that, yeah, but that's, they kind of like regenerate, but like, it's not better than Rocky 1. No, no, no. What sequel is better than the original? Oh, uh, some would say. I, I wrote in what sequel into Google, and it says what sequel is better than the original. The Empire Strikes Back is better than the original Star Wars. Thor Ragnarok? So, yeah, 3 is better than 1 and 2, definitely. That's, that's fair. The Dark so, Knight. Yeah, it better is, than Batman Begins, yeah. yeah. What else? Um, uh,. Hugh Jackman. Ching, ching. <laughs> X-Men 2, yeah, is better than X-Men 1. Yeah, and also Wolverine is better than... Is it called Wolverine? Not the Origins one. That's trash. Logan yeah. is probably the best Logan, of all. So, it, and that was like the last one. That's it. Oh, I wish we uh, did this in the show. We might actually. What about <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road? Uh, look, Fury Road is great. Mad Max 1 holds a special place in my heart. Captain America Winter Soldier doesn't really count. Also, guys, like... Why not? Like... Because it's like it's 
it's not just Captain America. Like the first one is just Captain America. The next one has like Avengers in it. So I don't think that's not fair. Winter, oh, I guess yeah, you've got is. Black Widow, but it's not Civil War. No, but it's still it's got not like... um, Captain America 3, which shouldn't have even been called Captain America. Yeah, do, it is a bit weird when they do that. What about Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? I haven't seen that. <gasps> How to Train Your Dragon 2. That's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen the sequel. Oh, you want it. Um, and then, guys, once again, if this is bothering you, either go away or <laughs> skip forward. But if you're not enjoying this, you're an idiot. Uh, what about Toy Story 2? Oh, that's tough. I, nah, I, I one and two one. are great. It's got to be a clear. It's got to be like the Dark Knight only just wins because Batman Begins is like, it's not bad. It's not bad. Dark Knight's pretty great. Uh, and what about Hellboy 2? Well, anything is better than Hellboy 1. Was it not good? What <laughs> Spider-Man 2? Yes, Spider-Man 2 is better than the first one. With Tobes. Yeah. I, I do like Doc Ock, Alfred Molina, uh, even though Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin is great. Ooh, ah, Lord of Glam Uh Lord <laughs> of the Rings, The Two Towers. Uh, that's a tough one. They're all the same <gasps> thing to me. This is this one. Terminator 2, Judgment yeah. Day. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing for when it, like go check out that movie again. It came out in like 1992. Mm. It's way ahead of its time. Did you know Silence of the Lambs 1991 is technically a sequel to 1986 Manhunter? Is it really? Yeah. And then uh, there's a movie called Is It Red Dragon? Yeah. That's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. What about Superman Two? No, no, it's not. It's not. What about? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, that's a tough one. But the first one is a classic. Okay, we're nearly done, guys. Yeah. Keep pushing through. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Being, oh, because it's part of a trilogy. Yeah. But it's very loose. We're not even sure if it is the same character. Okay. We'll finish with one more. It will technically be a prequel as well. I'll let everyone go after this. What have you got? It is a great film, though. Good, the band, the it is better than the other ones in the trilogy. What about Fast and the Furious? What about the uh... what? Are you thinking Tokyo Drift is better? <laughs> no, the Tyrese one. Fast, <laughs> I don't watch furious. Fast and Furious. No one does. You know they're up to Fast Ten. <laughs> really? And it's they've not done even. It. They didn't even do Fast Ten. Your seatbelt. They just did. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Enjoy the podcast. Politics, crime, sport. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, give me those headlines. Justin Bieber, the pop star, has uh, cancelled his Australian tour, giving no explanation as to why it won't go ahead, leaving many of his fans quite angry. Justin Bieber has asked... Oh. Is it too late now to say sorry? Thanks, mate. So I couldn't see your hand. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We'll have rehearsals again next week. Yeah, a little bit higher? Just a little bit higher. There we go. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe because the, the computer screens are, are quite low. <laughs> uh, the Australian workforce is investing in bringing out a number of workers from the UK who can't find work uh, to help with the skill shortage here in Australia. Sending people to Australia from the UK because that worked well the first time. Nice, yeah. Convicts. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon they saw it as good? But they were like, yeah, that was good. We cleared out England. And we're like, that oh, was yeah. good. We went to Australia. Who didn't like... Oh, no, who didn't like that? Don't worry. 
England loved it. Yeah. Do you know they were already on the ships? Really? They had that many people in custody that it spilled out of the prisons, and they had prison ships. So they were like, they're ready to go. Like a COVID cruise ship. Yeah, it's like they're already on there, mate. Just leave them there. That's cool. I like that. Or you just take it out and like, oh, no, we're thinking... Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's dark and probably true. <laughs> and true. Uh, a trio of engineers broke a Guinness World Record when they created uh, and threw a paper aeroplane that flew a distance of 289 feet and 9 inches, to which Qantas said, yeah, cool, but can you turn around mid-flight? Because they do it. Nice. Nice. Uh, we had, it wasn't Qantas, but we did have our first 737 crash. Did this we? Year. Yeah, ever. When? Where? Uh, it was, it was in the Great Southern area. It was a converted one that had become a water plane. Oh, that doesn't count. But it, like technically, it did we've never had any of that model of plane crash in Australia mm. until that moment. And uh, two hundred eighty-nine feet, eighty-eight meters. Okay, when you put it like that, I'm a little less impressed. Still very impressive. Really? See, that's why they use feet. They use big numbers. Mm. Last night, I was hosting my pub quiz. Um, a little side gig, make a little bit of cash on the side mm, that we've figured out it's better than overtime. I was going to say, it's slowly turning into your main gig and this <laughs> is your side gig. Well, I uh, was having a great time. It was really packed. Uh, it's pumping lately. Oh. Yeah. Uh, plenty of teams getting involved. Huge prizes as well. Uh, and so it's it's great to see everyone there, have a bit of bants, answer some questions. And the regulars, I start to build like a nice little relationship with. Oh, nice. You know, and uh, I always feel like they want to put in like a funny team name if they kind of know me better. I was going to say, you're you starting to get to the point to where you're like, and, uh, you know, and the quickest answer, you'll get a beer uh, or uh, dairy, you know, I know you like your cider. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that. that's pretty much where we're at now. It's like, but they try and catch me off guard. Mm-hmm. Normally with like uh, a team name that's a little on the line, Oh, like quiz my pants. Yes. (laughs) That is exactly one of them in the past. Uh, But this team, it looked like they wanted those bonus points or they wanted that spot prize. What, so you get it for best name? Normally I don't, but it's like they try. They try, They do actually try and get anything. They go, can I get an extra point because I can tell you more about this? And I'm like, that's not how how we play this. And we're writing essays now. (laughs) And so they... Wrote as their team name, the Mandalorians. Okay, you're super nerdy. Oh, yeah. They know that I am into the Mandalorian because they got like this little splash screen that starts and it's like things Michael likes, you know? Oh, is it like a get to know your host thing? Yeah, and it just plays while I'm like setting up. (laughs) And they've gone, okay, so we like Star Wars. I was wearing, if you remember ah. yesterday, I was wearing my baby Grogu shirt. Oh, I did not. Uh, The public just calls it Baby Yoda, mate. I know it's not, just. (laughs) <laughs> for merchandise purposes, Grogu. Uh, and they've obviously noticed that. And I was like, oh, they're trying to get in my good books. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then so during the leaderboard at halftime, when I said their name, they were like, yay. And then I, I thought they were going to be like, oh, you know, because, oh, you got the show. We're the Mandalorians. Yeah. No, it wasn't, wasn't designed to reward me in any way. It was designed to heckle me. What do you mean? Because last night was the premiere of season three. And so I'm like, oh, and coming in second place, the Mandalorians. One of the women of the team goes, yeah, and it's on tonight, so if you could hurry up, that'd be great. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, ha, ha, ha. And they, were, and they gave me this look of like, check the watch. 
Come on, speed it up. Really? <laughs> they put their team name to Heckleby, which I'm yet to encounter. First time. And with something I love, I felt truly burnt. Yeah, I guess it's like it's like if the team name was Hurry Up, I've got something to do. Like- <laughs> That's how it felt inside. Across Perth, rental market has hit a record high. And top five. I mean, regions are just as bad, but Vic Park, uh, 520 a week, uh, coming at number five. Top three, Claremont, 698. Cottesloe with a huge jump, 875. And East Frio topping it out. He's up 64%, 900 bucks a week to live in East Frio. That's why people dress homeless down there. If you're in the part where you can see the river, understandable. If you're at the part where you can see the barbed wire of East Frio Oval, I can't buy that. I mean, imagine being in prison in Frio. You're like, I mean, it sucks, but, I mean, it's nice. Nice place to live. Uh, They did use it into the 90s. It's in walking distance to the wall. Uh, On the news the other day, I found out it has Wi-Fi now, so that's fine. Check that out. Frio prison has Wi-Fi. Yeah. Not obviously for tourists. Um, and look, the reason. <laughs> it's not for the people. There's no one there. That's what I'm saying. They're <laughs> like, who like, else would it be for? Uh, but Michael, I bring this up because I saw a photo on the social medias. Yes. And now you own a house, I own a house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you do the I bought a house, look at me standing out in front of the sign picture? I did. Yeah. I actually. Because it's great. It's great. We wait our whole lives, yeah. and most people expect me and you people in our generation, to not be able to do that. So when we do buy a house, we're going to flaunt it, okay? Yeah, it's just, it's the done thing. Now, I want your thoughts on this. I saw a friend and her partner stand out the front of a sign, and I was like, oh, amazing, they've bought a house. Beautiful. No, they haven't, because on that house was a sticker, didn't say sold, it said leased. Leased. Lies in so they, rented. Is the, <laughs> so is the rental market so bad? It's an achievement. That you now, you now like go out to everyone and go, look at me, I'm renting a house. Hey, look at not. Special <laughs> <laughs> of In footy season, I feel like we can say today is back. I thought we agreed it would be March 4, because it would be March forward to the, like, God, boys, it's March 4. The, uh, <laughs> the AFL did go with that marketing campaign, but it was, it was a good suggestion. Now, uh, it is the preseason, like, officially today. There's already been a bunch of, like, scratch matches. Uh, but these are the televised ones. I believe it'll be on, like, Fox and KO with the proper teams. And we have Hawthorne, Collingwood, uh, 2 o'clock today. They're the first... Cab off the rank. Free are also playing today. Really? Now, the team captains are in. Uh, is Collingwood versus... Did you say Collingwood versus Hawthorne? Yes. Is that just racism versus illicit substances? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have, yeah, this is the, the official list of captains, and it's a new era. I, I was saying to my mate that I think that this is the beginning of the next... Decade of footy. Yeah, because all like your, your Pendlebury's and stuff, they're old now, right? Yeah, and like Joel Selwood yep. has hung up the boots. And we have so many new captains. And the longest serving captain this year is only four years. Paddy Cripps. Four years old. Four years of, of captaincy. Ah. Paddy Cripps and a Tom Jonas have been captains since 2019. No one to give you. No, sorry, it's a different guy. Okay, so some of the new captains. Yeah. All right. 
let's uh, let's see. You would surely, if they're the captain, you surely know these people, right? Yeah. Because you know, like Max Gorn is the captain of Melbourne. You know Max Gorn, great. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Geelong's new captain is? Zach Thomas. <laughs> no, that's not even a play. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's Paddy Cripps. Sorry, it's Paddy Dangerfield. Oh. Okay. We have two Patricks as captains. Patrick Dangerfield is the new captain of Geelong. You, like you would say, great choice. Okay, yeah. Brownlow yeah. medalist. Yep, he's player. Absolute yep. star. Yep. Okay. How do you feel about Lockie Neal as the captain of Brisbane? Yep. Great. Yeah. Yep. Another Brownlow medalist. Yep. How do you feel about him co-captaining oh, yeah? with Harris Andrews? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Harris Andrews is a multiple all-time, like, like all-Australian... Key defender, yeah, but great player. Sometimes, like, they're so surprising. I made All-Australian once. Like, it's just weird. Frio's new captain. <gasps> oh, I know this one. I say his name. Alex Pierce. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, great. Uh, Toby Green. The kicker? Yeah, GWS. Yep. Yeah. Why, why would you pick him as captain? No, like, yes, we all know he's a good player, but why is that your captain? Maybe they want him to act more responsibly by giving him a little bit more responsibility. Like when you ask your kid to start doing the dishes. Dyson Heppel is out as Essendon's captain. That sucks. Who do you... Because he's Dyson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And who are you thinking would be taking the mantle? A needle. (laughs) Zach Merritt. Yeah, I know. I do know oh, that do name. Know. Okay, I you know, know that Zachary. name. Okay. I know that name. Uh, Adelaide, no longer Rory Sloan. Mm-hmm. Jordan Dawson. Nah. Don't know. Mm. You don't know Jordan. Nah. Look, I'd say he's the greenest out of all the new captains. Came over from Sydney last year. He's only Yeah, he's only been there like a couple of years. Uh, really, like, really great talent. Mm. Uh, but very, like, very new to it all. Very new they didn't the want the racist slurring text walker? No. Okay. They didn't. Okay. So, Hawthorne, Collingwood, Adelaide. Who else? Can we insult anyone else at a drive-by? Uh, we'll get there. Uh, Jai Simpkin as the North Melbourne captain. Who? Uh, of where? There we go. Got, got him. <laughs> Insulted another one. Alex. That's right, the young man, Alex Hasty, joining us on the line now. G'day, mate. How you doing? Good. How are you guys going? Good. Oh, probably better than you. No offence, but your <laughs> your life is stressful, and you're trying to relieve that stress by using your random number generator in the morning to pick your clothes. We've gone over that. But, Mitch, I got to be there firsthand, where Alex and I were near some food vans, and there was quite a lot on offer. How many would you say there were? Was there about 10? I think they were just over. There were like 12 or 13 open at the time. Jeez. Something like that. That would have been hard for you. And a lot of new foods as well. Like, you're a pretty picky guy. Uh, there's What things won't you eat? Um, oh, I don't know. It's a long list. <laughs> um. <laughs> Immediately, anything like seafood, so any of like the fish and chips sort of stalls, they were, they were closed off. Yep. And I was happy to accept that. He doesn't want to eat them. Let's not put them in the generator. And uh, you were just going to sort of give in, and you were like, oh, I just, I'll just, i just go grab a burger, because it was all like, there was like curries, and there was like South African food, and there were dumplings, and you're like, oh, I'll just go get a little burger, mm-hmm. like the, you know, like a simple little boy that you are. And I said, <laughs> no, 
get out the number generator and let's have a spin. And so what's your favourite one to use? Can Google do one for you? Yeah, if you just Google random number generator, it comes up and that's what I'm going to go for. Okay. Uh, and is it like you like the wheel setting? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just have the numbers flash and give me one. Oh, too much for him. Wheel oh, too, too extravagant. Just yeah. the number is all he needs. Yeah. So we punch in probably like 12, and we just need a, a number between 1 and 12, and we labelled all the places. We did, did, sort of spun around and said, this is the number for each fan. Yeah. And it tossed up, say, number 4. And what was number 4, Alex? It was the burger van. <laughs> so we oh. we tried to help him get out of the comfort zone. Yeah. And it just gave him the burger van again. So we'll take it one step further. What burger does he get? Okay, so where there were there was like there was beef, there was lamb, there was chicken. He didn't want the fish one, so we ruled that one out. Yep. Just a r- random number between one and three, and it spat out number one, which was It's a beef burger. A beef burger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very exotic. And uh, with everything, everything we tried to do with the universe, with random chance, with probability, to get this man to not have the whitest food at a multicultural fair, mm. and it gave you a burger. And then at the counter, there was one final hurdle, mate, wasn't there? <laughs> there was. I wasn't prepared for it. It wasn't labelled on the menu or anything. But I got up there and they asked... What sauce do I want? Uh, and it was too late for me to pull out the random number generator in front of the lady, so <laughs> I panicked and just went for burger sauce. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I'm proud of, mate, because, you know, the Alex Hasty of just a few months ago would have just asked for tomato sauce. Or died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, mate... I think in future we need to rule out the safe bet. Yeah. So if we take you to a buffet, which I still would very much like to do, we got to rule out the things that you will happily have and get you out of your comfort zone. All right. I okay. still wish I got a kebab that night. But... That's true as well. He was, he was disappointed. <laughs> now, Magaros, you ever missed your significant other? Because they were a long, long way away and you thought, ah, just would do anything to be able to touch you. Well, now oh. you can because there's a new kissing machine. You pick this one? Love God. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, by Kiss. Kiss. Uh, now, look, there is a new device, uh, a remote kissing device has been created by a group of university students in China who are just trying to get to their partner, but they can't because of the long distance. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. It's wordplay. It's not. Yeah, it's just, it's still, wow, your dad powers are flowing. <laughs> uh the 3D silicone gadget has a mouth-shaped module uh, and is triggered through a kiss, which is then transferred to the mouth on the other side. I've heard about this for arm wrestling, that, oh, yeah. that there's like remote arm wrestling. So the arm at the other end mm. will replicate your pressure. So they want that with a mouth. So it mimics the movement, temperature and pressure. Of the kiss using sensors and links to the phone's Bluetooth. So what? You connected to your phone? Yeah. Are you kissing your phone? 
It, it like so imagine like a charger cord. Yeah. But at the bottom of that is like uh, say the size of your fist, a mouth with Ugh. lips on it, and you smooch it, and then the mouth on the other end goes all like. It does what you do to that. A little fleshy blob. Also, what do you know? What you like? You don't know what you're kissing. You know. Okay. <laughs> like, or you don't know what's coming from the other side. Yeah, like the like, inputs. Like, what if, what if you're on the phone? So, what if, like, you're like, oh, I'm phone star. Can I borrow uh, your phone to call me wife? And yeah. my kissy module's still on it. Yeah. And you go to talk, yeah. and then my partner on the other end is like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it starts kissing you. You know. So, what your partner is kissing the kissing module on while my ends. partner is talking to me? No. Uh, well, yeah, but on my phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if you borrow someone else's phone? Pull like this. What if you borrow someone else's phone? And then. But they have to be using it. No, it like activates, like. So you can get it to the point where, like, if you just start kissing your thing, yeah. uh, their thing will start moving. Yeah, yeah, but you won't be getting anything back. Unless uh, there's two people on the ends. No, but like. So, yeah, you'll be talking into a phone, but no one on the other side. Yeah. So but, you'll see the little mouth moving yeah. away. You're like. Who's kissing their Who's kissing their one right now? Yeah, like it's possessed. Yeah, it's very. I don't like it. I don't like any of the like. I don't like any of the robots. We're supposed to be getting like really good robots. Have you seen how they look? Terrifying. Like I wasn't one for thinking they would take over, but if they looked that ugly, they would sure as hell overthrow us. Do you know who who wouldn't mind kissing a robot? Your wife. She's <laughs> yeah. bloody used to it. <laughs> <laughs> What's kissing? Australia's rich list is officially in. The top 10 richest Australians. Did we make it? Uh, you, what, you and me or yeah. West Australia? Not us. But, Definitely not us. Okay. Unless you've got something I don't know about. Do you also have a per-tech business like your dad? Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> so a uh, couple of ours that we love here on the Mitchell and Michael Show, they are topping the list. But there's even some other West Aussies in um, Melanie Perkins... The and Cliff Obrecht is her husband. She created a Canva, which is like a sort of Photoshop design tool for like mobile devices. So not related to Kieran. No, not related to Kieran Perkins. Uh, her, her product was was worth forty billion dollars. I've seen a bit of a slip, so we'll find out where they stand in this week's episode of Days of Our Minds when they're throwing a big old party for the richest people in town. Like sand through the articulated dumpy. So are the days of our minds. <clears throat> Esteemed ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to our Richest Australians Financial Year 2023 wind-up. I don't know why I have to host every year. Well, Twiggy, when you beat old Gina, then I'll be hosting. It's only fair. Now everyone gets a Cartier watch. We still had plenty left over after the Australian Post fiasco. You'll find the keys to your earning appropriate vehicle. So for Richard White of WiseTech, a nice Audi. For Gina, a cutting-edge Chinese spy balloon. All right, Twiggy. It's time to take tonight to the next level. I want to crack open the good stuff. <laughs> Not the champers fermented in the Sultan of Brunei's elephants and then aged in gold barrels. The very same. Go on, Petey. You know the drill. Okay, everyone. Same rules as last year. 
If someone above you can double your net worth, it's time to leave. So goodbye, Richard, Frank Lowry, Cliff Obrak, and Mel Perkins, Scott Farquhar, Mike Cannon-Brooks, Tony Bratt, Bianca Reinhardt, and the siblings. Bye, kids. So that leaves Gina Reinhardt, 44.6 bill, Andrew Forrest with 31.6 bill, and Harry Trickboff with 22.6 bill. Harry, you still kicking, mate? Can I have his stocks? Bad pity. Yeah. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.